Hey, sunshines. First and foremost, Faja and I would like to thank you for your continued support of the Transparent Therapist podcast. We want you to know as therapists, in addition to creating a safe space for our clients, confidentiality and privacy is very important to us. As you listen to this podcast and other episodes in the future, please know that all people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect patient confidentiality. Again, we want to thank you for your continued support, and we look forward to connecting with you soon. Episode six, our season finale. You know, we're getting in alignment this season. That's what it is. We're getting in alignment and we're doing the things that we were told to do. Um, and this just happens to be one of those things God told us to do that we did immediately. And just being vulnerable and being like, yo, I recorded episode three. Do I really want to put that out there? Like, yo, do I really want people to know that? I was, you know, do I really want these people to know about this? Uh, you know what? Yeah, it's okay. Hurry up in person before I come back with any like, you know, Faja, I'm, I'm really not sure. Like, no, just hurry up, put it out there. Dust right. yourself off and try again. Okay. Dust it off and try again. Yes. <laughs> How's your heart? It's Faja in China, and we are here back with another podcast episode, season finale. Yes, we made it. We made it. <laughs> yes. Okay. I can't say what I really want to say, but. But right. catch the energy, catch the vibes. Okay. We made it. We are so excited. Episode six. I will say this, I usually say it in the end, but I'm going to say it in the beginning. If you guys have made it to episode six, our season finale, you are a real one. Yep, I agree. I second that you are a real one. You stuck in there with us. There was a lot of change and transitions when you like when you think about it. Like our first episode we recorded together, and that was the yes. start of this whole COVID quarantine and now we had waited and people's like, well, wait the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Because we were trying to figure it out. Um, and so, yeah, here we are. Episode six. We made it. I'm excited. We stuck with it. Yes, we did. Um, so we're going to do something a little bit different today for you guys. We are, as you can tell, we're very excited. Um, so we're going to do a recap of all of our episodes. So we're just going to kind of take you guys through the behind the scenes process. We're going to go over some of our therapist gems. So we're really excited. So let's start off with episode one, which we titled, Hey Sunshine, How's Your Heart? Yes, yes. And I hope you guys remember why we titled it that, because obviously we start the podcast like that. Um, yes. And hey, Sunshine, you can probably hear me yelling that to somebody. Only select a few people, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, got to bring that good energy. And China is always asking about people in their heart and genuinely, like, caring and meaning it. Like, what? It's amazing. Yeah. 
Episode one is really special because um, one of the gems and one of the things that I take away from episode one is feel the fear and do it anyway. And um, also what is a God idea? So God ideas are things that are only revealed in the presence of God. And I know that you and I, God is very, very important to us, very important to our hearts. And this podcast was a God idea. This is something that God placed on both of our hearts and we just came together and we were able to birth it. So one of the gems or one of the takeaways that I have is just if there's something special that you want to do, um, just feel the fear and do it anyway, because you have no idea the beautiful things that you can birth. And it might be uncomfortable. It might not feel good but when you're able to look back when you're recording episode six in your life whatever that looks like and you're able to look back it's the most beautiful feeling in the world what do you think about that no I think that is so true um like China said this was a god idea and when um the idea came to both of us we weren't together um it was one of those that we came and I think China came and said it to me and I was like, oh, we were talking about, oh, we're talking about a red table talk and we had already um, was talking about doing something, but trying to figure it out. And then we came up with a podcast, but it was something that God put on our hearts and we just happened to talk about it. And we was like, yes, we're going to do it um, yeah. and just start working on it. So it was definitely a God idea and just stepping out on faith because a lot of times you come up with ideas for yourself or for you with you and your friends and you got these great ideas that God gave you and you sit on them. Um, so I think we've both kind of done that in our lives, <laughs> but in this season, we are definitely doing those things that, you know, God has for us and, and that he's aligned us. You know, we're getting an alignment this season. That's what it is. We're getting an alignment and we're doing the things that we were told to do. Um, and this just happens to be one of those things God told us to do that we did immediately. Um, naturally we don't do, well, I don't do too well. Um, I'm working on my obedience, but (laughs) this was definitely one of those God ideas. And I think, um, we didn't overthink it. We just came up with ideas. We, we, you know, we outlined what we wanted to do, what we didn't want to do. And it just came, it came all together. And I'm really proud of us. Like we really did it. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm proud of us. And I'm also proud and I'm thankful for the listeners. I'm thankful for all of the DMs. I'm thankful for all the text messages, all the emails, you know, whichever way people feel most comfortable communicating with us. But it's such a beautiful feeling when you know that somebody is listening to your heart. And when you know that somebody is not only listening to your heart, but they're able to reflect back what they have received from it. That always makes me feel so good. And it just goes back to why this was a God idea and how important it is to be obedient. And also how important it is to have people in your life that are going to push you. Because just like you said, Faja, sometimes you can have an idea and you sit on it. And there's different reasons why you might sit on it, whether that's fear, whether it's anxiety, or whether it's a narrative of, well, I'm not going to put a podcast out. I don't know if anybody wants to listen to what I have to Mm -hmm. say, or I'm not going to write in my situation, right? I'm not going to write a blog because I don't know if anybody wants to listen to my writing, but that's not always the case. And a lot of times it's not for you, it's for somebody else. So Shout-outs to you and I. Shout-outs to God. Um, Shout-outs to the obedience and definitely for the listeners that, you know, listen to us and that give us honest, 
transparent feedback. We really, really appreciate that. Yes. Yes. I agree. So I think that was definitely one of the gems for the first episode. We really didn't. We were kind of, the first episode was literally a conversation for us. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so easy because that's how, that's how we naturally talk like outside of recording the podcast. Um, But yeah, it was definitely a conversation. It was, it's so funny because I'm, thinking back on the day that we recorded and I remember I was so nervous like oh my god I cannot believe we about to do a podcast and now I'm like oh I'm excited I can't wait to record like when we record and we'll be talking about today so just looking back and just seeing my own personal growth is something that's really amazing for me too and it definitely continues to just push me in the area of what 2020 represents and that's you know, walking outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. being in alignment. And for me personally, doing anything that's going to make me uncomfortable because I have been uncomfortable since January 1st, 2020, 12.01. Like as soon as the ball dropped, it was just like, boom, uncomfortable. <laughs> yep. But looking and back look. and seeing all the beautiful things that were birthed from that. So yep. yeah. Yep. Shout so. out to episode one. Yeah. Shout outs to that. Episode two was, um, that's when we decided that you guys needed to know us individually. Uh, so episode two was uh, about me uh, and it was titled, So I Went to Curl Fest. <laughs> um, and it was titled, So I Went to Curl Fest because uh, that's when the name The Thrifted Therapist came. Uh, and it just, it was a caption. It was a caption I put, I think I said it was the finale because I'm not going back to Curl Fest again um that's why it said that it said the finale and then it said hashtag the thrifted therapist um and it was like a joke at first and I had a friend that laughed at it and then I was like no you know what I think I'm onto something like I am the thrifted therapist um Mm. if you see me and you see me at work or you know in a work setting you know I'm famous for I, lo- I like blazers. That's my thing. Yes. I love blazers. Blazers are fire. Sorry. I, <laughs> I love blazers. And if you ask me where I'm going to get my blazer, where I got my blazer from, I'm going to say the thrift store. Uh, I thrift my blazers. So that's where that whole thrifted therapist. But um, I did talk a lot about um, not passing my test the first mm. time. Uh and and what that was like for me and understanding that that journey it wasn't even about me the journey wasn't about me it wasn't about a lack of knowledge it was really about me trusting god um and actually although i've been saved for some time now at that time that was when god really made me put my trust that's when my faith really started to like elevate and i was like oh all right this this how we do it um, in that season of that happening. So it was, it was really needed. Um, since then I've been a lot better with my faith <laughs> and trusting God and, um, now focusing on alignment, but that was really, you know, the importance of it and just understanding my journey as a, a therapist. I mean, I know I haven't gotten, we don't get too, too much in detail, but we give you guys the important stuff. Um, but I've really had a, a journey, uh, and I've been thankful for my journey of this, this week, um, this past weekend, I was really like reflecting while I was sitting and praying. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes in my journey, I'll be like, this don't even make sense, God. Like, why you even got me here? Like, what, what are we doing? Like, what is this? And, um, it really makes sense later for the things that he has set up for you. So I think, um, if, if, 
if anything, if you got nothing else from episode two, just know that if you're not passing your test or don't be scared, don't be nervous, it's okay. You know the information. Um, it's, it's very interesting. Some people I see that pass the test on the first time. Um, when I speak to them, sometimes I'm like, how did they pass that test? Because sometimes they're unethical and certain things. And I know those things are on the test. So I'm actually shocked a lot of the times. Um, but then I know some people pass it first time and they're, they're great therapists. But even if you don't, I think that was the major thing that if you don't pass it the first time, you're not going to be a bad, you're not a bad social worker. You're not, right. you know, a lot of times we're like, I can't do this. This is, I ain't passed mm -hmm. the test. I'm stupid. I ain't learned nothing in school. It has nothing to do with that. So um, if you don't succeed the first time, that's okay. I love that you say that because that was my situation too. I passed my test the third time around, but I remember the first time I failed it, I felt absolutely horrible. So I can definitely agree um, with those feelings. I mean, you, you do feel that way, especially when this is something that you want to do. You've gone to school for all those years and then you press submit and you see fail. That is a really, really bad feeling. But I wish that I would have been able to have people um, like more colleagues or more peers in my life at that time um, to be able to tell me, listen, just try again, take it again. Like you'll be okay. Yeah. Especially when you got everybody else passing and you like, wait a second. <laughs> right. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Um, episode three. Ooh, this was a hot one. And I think <laughs> the title took it all. Okay. <laughs> episode three. <laughs> the situation ship that led me to therapy so yeah. that was my feature episode where I opened up my heart and let everybody know that I was in a situation ship with someone and I did not like who I was becoming in that situation ship I didn't like some of the things that I was allowing mm -hmm. and that is initially what sent me to therapy and I'll be very honest that episode I knew that I needed to put that story out there but I did not, I was not expecting the type of response that we got. I wasn't expecting so many people to resonate with that story. Um, yeah. But I think it just, the gem of that, honestly, is that a lot of people think that therapists are superhuman. A lot of people think mm -hmm. that therapists are like these angels that are just like walking and glistening through the clouds and nothing <laughs> has ever happened to them. And that's the complete opposite. Therapists are human too. So that is what I wanted people to understand. That's what I wanted people to be able to walk away with. And not even only just the whole situationship thing, but just the whole that therapists are also therapists that go and see therapists and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So um, putting that episode out, I felt very vulnerable. I felt very uh, transparent, yeah. uh, no pun intended, but <laughs> I think it was something for me personally, it was something that needed to be put out there and it was um, something that people needed to hear and that people needed to know. And also understanding that there are things that happen in your life and sometimes you feel like it's this huge weight on your chest or sometimes you're in the midst of it and you're thinking how am I going to get out of this or you might be judging yourself for whatever situation it is but don't let that break you it's almost like take those pieces and let that be the foundation upon which you build yourself back up and that's what I was able to do in October 
2016 when I walked up out of my situationship and walked into the therapist's office, okay? And I've been there ever since. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, did you have any personal gems from that episode? Um, no, I, I think that was one thing I, I did say it was a hot episode and I think the title was because it made you seem so real, right? A lot of people are in situationships and they don't, I know I was in a situationship before I got married and I was like, this is so dumb. Like nobody else is doing this. And it wasn't right. until I made other friends that I realized like, mm, maybe, but um, it's, it's real. It was a real thing that you experienced as a therapist. And like you said, everybody thinks that the therapist has their life together. Okay. Right. Um, and one thing you always say, and I think it's absolutely true. I, as a therapist, I go through some things so I can help you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I may go through, I may sit in a session and you may tell me something and I'll be in my head like, mm, been there, done that girl. You have no idea. Like, yeah that's how your therapist is like we're human so um we make mistakes too we go to therapy too we have trauma too like there's um a lot to take from that so yeah girl it's gonna have girl yes all right so episode four this was one of my favorite episodes and we titled it how does it feel to be a new therapist and um, one of the gems that I personally took away from episode four was learning to love your lane. And if you haven't listened to episode four, definitely go back and check it out. One of the things that I spoke about in that episode was me understanding that I absolutely love children in real life. Um, anybody that knows me knows that I ride for children. I absolutely love them. And I try to do therapy with children and I was just sitting there like, okay, this is not me. This is not for China. But I went through a process where I was like, no, I have to be a child therapist. I have to do this because I love children. And then it's like the light bulb went off and I learned, no, love your lane. You love children in life, but that's, this is just not your specialty and that's okay. You like to work with the elderly, you like to work with first responders. You like to work with the middle age population. That's your lane that's where you do well love that lane and succeed in that so that's one of the personal gems that i took away from episode four how does it feel to be a new therapist because there's so many different things that are going on in your mind as a therapist and because this is something that you love to do it's like you always want to put your best foot forward but sometimes you need to take a step back and reflect so that's what i took away from episode four how about you um for me it was uh you know, understanding that you may not know what your specialty is. I know Mm -hmm. I spoke about in that uh, episode that someone, when I started at the place I'm at now, was asking me, you know, like, what's your specialty? And actually, I was like, what the hell is my specialty? Mm -hmm. I don't don't know what my specialty is. Uh, Therapy. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, and I always say, you know, no, children and family, because that was the concentration for graduate school. But it's okay if you don't know what your specialty is and you'll figure it out. So I figured out that I love trauma. Uh, So I've been doing the work, uh, going to trainings, looking into things about trauma because it's something that I realized that I enjoy. It's not something I thought I would enjoy, but Mm -hmm. it is something that I enjoy. Uh, It's something that I, I guess now other people are realizing it too because I did a training and the lady was like, do you have you done this before and I was like no I'm just really 
interested. So teach me mm-hmm. everything you know. But mm-hmm. it's okay if you don't know at first because I really didn't know besides I wanted to work with children and families. Um, and I always thought I was always nervous about working with adults, but uh, I like doing the trauma work with adults so and kids. So, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the most important things too is to learn how to become self-aware. You said something that's so important. You realized that you were in the training and you were asking a lot of questions and you found that you were really excited. And to me, when I hear that, it's almost like this is something that I love to do. It's making me excited. It's giving me butterflies. And then I think back of how I felt when I was in the session with a couple of kids and I I didn't have those butterflies. I didn't have that feeling. And that's just something that's really, really important to note and understand that that's okay. It's it's okay. But just almost like just keep going for me personally, until you find those butterflies, until you find yourself, you know, Googling things and trying to research things and wanting to become specialized in that area, because that's something as cliche as it sounds, but that's something that makes your heart sing. If you're not in the sessions or if you're not doing something and you're just feeling like, okay, blah, I don't know, that's not for you. And that doesn't even have to be with you just being a therapist. That could be with you being a teacher. Let's say you're teaching kindergarten and you're just looking at these kids like, why do you have glue on your hands, right? Okay, maybe maybe you shouldn't be a kindergarten teacher, but maybe you love to teach the high school is because you can have you know conversations with them or even if there's no specific reason but even if you just feel in your gut this feels good go with that that will never steer you in the wrong direction so that's something that I also took away from episode four yeah that was good that was good that made me think my mom she doesn't she never liked teaching little kids and so you don't think Mm -hmm. about that as a therapist like if a teacher can realize no 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 I don't do first second I don't do them I want right. the middle school to high school. So if a teacher can do that, so can a therapist. And even nurses, right. too. I have nurses that they're like, no, nah, I don't work with adults. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's and that's the thing. That's okay. It's right. really just about what is it at the end of the day when you find yourself doing this, it doesn't feel like it's a quote-unquote job. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't feel like, oh, boy, I got to go do this again. It doesn't feel that way. Every time I have a session with my clients, I'm so excited. I cannot wait to talk to them. I can't wait to break things down. I always self-aware and just check China. How do you feel? And I always feel good in that. When I was doing it with the children, I didn't feel good. I was excited to see them, yeah. right? But I wasn't excited to start doing the sessions with them. I find myself, I want to know more about your dad because you said something that's now making me think about your dad. And I wonder what happened to your dad and his child. That's you get where I'm going? Like, that's where I was yeah. excited. And I know, okay, I love working with adults. I listen to you and you'll be saying something like, oh, I'm getting ready to do an Uno game or I'm getting ready to put this thing together for these kids. And you sound so excited when you're talking about it. And I was not excited. So, but it just goes to show that you love doing that work and that's a part of your lane. And that's, yeah. that's beautiful. So, Okay. And she well, want to yeah. check on the dad because not because she interested. You heard she said the childhood. Oh. <laughs> not because she checking for daddy, okay? <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> I didn't even realize I'm checking that, for nobody's that. daddy. <laughs> um, okay, episode five. We titled that, Bear With Me, What Does an Initial Session Look Like? So what was one of the gems you took away from that? Letting the client drive 
possession. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely. I highly recommend that. I know you go to school and you think, but even after like a graduate school, they were like, listen, you're not the expert. Um, but some people think that they are the expert. Let that, mm-hmm. let your client drive their session. Today, I don't feel like talking about my treatment plan trauma. I want to tell you how my husband is getting on my last nerves. Right. You know, and sometimes, <laughs> honestly, the things that they go through in their week, there's a way to tie that back into maybe the trauma or whatever you guys were addressing um, before. But let your client, let your client have that moment. They pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they sometimes you need to be just a sounding board for them at times um to let them get off get things off their chest i've had people come in sessions and be like i just need to get that off my chest thanks <laughs> okay. like no thanks needed this is your session they pay for that um but letting them guide that that session i think that's very important that's like yeah. the biggest thing I I like that you said that. I think what I took away from episode five, one of the gems that I have is to just learn how to be flexible. And it just, it signifies everything that you just said, letting the client drive the session, Um, being flexible. If you have a client that comes in and they want to immediately dive right in and they want to break things down, be flexible. If you have a client that comes in and it seems like they're taking baby steps and honor that you know, honor their process. So again, it just goes to being flexible. There's nothing else that I have to say, but just learn how to be flexible. Be flexible with them and also be flexible with yourself because you can be on the opposite end of that. You can have a client that comes in and they're taking baby steps and you're like, yo, hurry up. (laughs) Be flexible. Or you can have a client that comes in and they want to jump right into what happened to them at five and you and they said something and now your therapist mind is like wait a minute I know you want to talk about what happened to you at five but you just said something that we need to revisit you have to be flexible in all situations so that is the gym that I took away from episode five yeah and now we at episode six you know we just we just got energy energy for days energy for days um we we say big drake energy but you guys wouldn't really understand that because we should do an episode on that we should do an episode our big yeah we should yeah so big big drake energy coming soon so you guys will know what we're talking about and we'll know if you're a real one because you get a big drake energy with us yeah. Uh, so but yeah we're at episode six and you know we just we made it we we made it made it i'm so proud of us i got a lot out of this just i don't know if, if this happened for you but just us recording the podcast it has made me also be a lot more aware of a lot of things I do in my sessions, even if I was already doing, but just remembering to keep doing them. I even got some ideas and me and China talk all the time as far as um, therapy, because, you know, that's my therapist friend. Sometimes I get off, get out of session. I'm like, dog. Like I, just, I did yesterday. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, just like that. Like sometimes we call each other and you're like, dog, like, my session it was a lot like I'm drained I'm tired my session was bomb or whatever so you know kind of helping one of helping each other out we give each other ideas um and I think that's amazing because 
what was it that you, oh, China mentioned in a session that sometimes she check in with her clients to make sure she's still a fit. And I'm like, dad, do I do that with my clients? And I was really in the episode like, hmm, do I? And I was like, I don't know if I have recently, so let me check. So I had that, I don't know, we recorded that Saturday so that I think Tuesday I had a session. And I asked my client, like, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, we're still good. This is still a fit for you. We talk about, because a lot of times I think I just check at the end and say, um, are we still good? You Do you still want to meet? Like, that's my way of saying, like, is this still okay? This is your chance to say, nah, I'm good. We don't have to schedule. I actually asked the client directly. Mm-hmm. And um, I was shocked by the client's answer. Um, because they was like, yeah, like, like almost like duh, but I just wanted to make sure because, you know, anything could change. Uh, so I, I definitely learned a lot from the podcast or remember to do, oh, keep doing that or that may work or, you know, so I think uh, I, not only did maybe you guys learn something, hopefully, or get something from it, but me, I also got something from it. Yeah. I think for me, um, episode six, hmm, episode six represents the, what the birthing season looks like, what the birthing season feels like. Mm -hmm. It represents for me, just like you said, big Drake energy, which we will definitely explain in season two. It represents just having a goal, having a dream, having something that you want to accomplish and you're able to take a step back and you look back at everything that you went through. You look at all the different barriers that you had. When we came up with this, there was, I had no idea that we would have a situation where, you know, we would be in the middle of a pandemic or we would be in the middle of, you know, just all the different things that are going on in life right now. And sometimes, you know, even if you look back and you see where we did the episode where we took a moment of silence, mm-hmm. um, I just had no idea that all of those different things, you know, would happen, that they would transpire, but we were able to still push through and still put the information out there. And for me, just being able to go back and look at that episode six just represents victory in a way. It represents um, just really being committed, really walking in obedience and just being able to look at something that you birthed. And yes, you remember the contractions, you remember, you know, the growing pains, you remember all of that, but it's almost like you're looking at it in the palm of your hand now. And you're just like, pretty much if if I'm just going to be honest, what I feel is just like, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for just allowing us to be able to get to this point through all of the hurdles, through all the different things that happen, even just being vulnerable and being like, yo, I recorded episode three. Do I really want to put that out there? Like, yo, do I really want people to know that? I was, you know, do I really want these people to know my business? Uh, you know what? Yeah, it's okay. Hurry up in person before I come back with any like, you know, I'm I'm really not sure. Like, no, just hurry up, put it out there. But just being able to look back on everything and now just looking at it and just feeling like, thank you, God. Like, we made it. We we really made it. We partnered together, my hand in your hand, my back against your back, and we did it. And we have faithful listeners that truly, truly appreciate the content that we're putting out. So it just feels amazing. So episode six for me just represents like the birthing season it represents victory. It's just a really great feeling. If I could put it in a box and sell it, I'd be a millionaire. All right now. All yes. right now. 
So that is episode six. Thank That's you. Episode six. Yes. And we will have a season two. Um, I'm glad we didn't get, I didn't really get no pushback about this being the season finale. So I think we all right. But I we don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we might okay. get some pushback, but there will be a season two for sure. Uh, and then hopefully we'll be able to record together uh, because that was one thing that kind of messed us up in the beginning. But it it didn't really mess us up. You know, the enemy tried, but we found ways. We figured it out. Uh, yeah. So we didn't just give up and say, oh, we're just not going to record in this season. So it worked out. Yes, I'm glad it did. And I'm excited. Uh, we're going to take a little, of course, a break, obviously. That's why we have it broken down in seasons uh, mm-hmm. and kind of do the things that we need to do. But we'll definitely. But we will be back. And um, again, we thank you so much for getting to this part in the episode, getting to this part in this season. You're a real one. We appreciate you. Yes. And um, if you're listening and you feel that this would be beneficial for someone, we definitely invite you to share the podcast with them there's uh six episodes so there's a lot of content for you guys and um we will be back very 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 soon yes and make sure you guys are following us on social media well if you have instagram uh which is the underscore transparent underscore therapist um that way you are staying updated you know when season two is coming back out and you will be aware of any other things that we do or any gems that we drop Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.